T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday, Football Thursday. Thursday. Get your boats in Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in about an hour and 45 minutes or so. Ravens taking on the Bengals tonight. M&T Bank Stadium. Both teams coming off losses. Here to talk about that. Our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan shaking it up. Sports. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome in Cordell Woolen. Cordell, what is up? What's going on, fellas? Got a lot, actually, as you know. We could go this time. Cordell, Vinny and I were talking about it earlier. Uh, we we're kissing the Ravens' ass. Best team in the NFL. Cincinnati's won four in a row. They're scary. Look out for them. And then they both lose at home this past Sunday. So as we head into tonight's game, who's got the, I don't want to say bigger task, but who's this a bigger game for? Who can ill afford an L? Yeah, I mean, I, I would have to say Cincinnati, right? I mean, they're in the basement of the division right now. Um, they're kind of trying to keep up in the back end of the playoff picture in the AFC right now. And this is a Bengals team that I think um, while they did lose that game to Houston and they had so many different op- opportunities to win that game, I-, I think that the Bengals are starting to turn in the right direction, at least offensively. I mean, clearly Burrow is healthy and he's playing better. Um, the injury to T Higgins right now, you, you, T Higgins hasn't been right all year, honestly. I mean, the game against the Ravens has been his best game to this point in the season for him. So, um, but, but Chase, despite the back issues, he seems to be okay. Uh, it's that defense that worries me with Cincinnati. So I, I, I'll be curious to see if they can kind of uh, be able to put a lid on this Ravens offense for four quarters, because I, I think that's where the Ravens advantage might be today. 
with Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow. It's not Lamar versus Joe Burrow, as we know, but it is. You know, that's just the way that people think when it comes to football. Are these two guys going to be tied to the hip throughout their careers? Because they both got their long-term deals. They're both staying in Baltimore, Cincinnati, respectively. Is this going to be Lamar and Joe Burrow's division for the foreseeable future? Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, you know, I, I, you don't really get the sense that Kenny Pickett is going to be like either of these two guys. The Deshaun Watson uh, experiment just continues to get worse for Cleveland. Um, so, yeah, I would imagine it would be Lamar and Joe Burrow kind of uh, duking it out for years to come. Like you said, both of these guys just signed long-term deals <clears throat> this past offseason. Uh, both of these guys are kind of, you know, in the prime of their careers are pretty much headed into it for Joe Burrow at this point. And, and what I like about them, too, is that they it's two totally different styles. I mean, these, it, this is kind of like which one do you prefer? What style do you prefer? Do you like the guy in Lamar who's able to extend plays, is, obviously has home run ability with his arm and his legs? And so um, Joe Burrow is kind of that prototypical quarterback that'll sit in the pocket, get the ball out of his hands quick, and he can extend plays as well. So both of them are very good in their own right, and I think they'll be the talk of this division for sure for the years to come. Cordell, what I like about, you know, playing against the Bengals for Lamar, I mean, he didn't get, didn't get sacked last time. And the big difference is, is Cleveland's defense extremely athletic and extremely fast. Cincy's defense yeah. is not as athletic, especially at the linebacker, inside linebacker position. They're, you know, sample they're they're not as fast you know yeah. so that helped Lamar last time he didn't even get touched you know because he was able to scramble away from anybody you know so I think Lamar you know gets over 50 yards rushing and has a big day throwing because I don't know that they're going to get a lot of pressure on him yeah I think that I mean the throwing the ball the, the Cincinnati hasn't been able to stop the pass really all year um, so I, I do think that the passing game would definitely be there. And even in terms of him rushing, I mean, we'll see. I, I think if nothing else, we'll get a decisive Lamar, you know, with Ronnie out tonight. You, you we'll see what happens with Morgan Moses. He was taking off the injury report. Um, so I guess he, it seems like he'll be playing tonight. Uh, but you would imagine Lamar's going to be more decisive. He doesn't want to sit in the pocket and allow the pocket co- to continue to collapse on him the way that it did on Sunday. Um, and, and, and just be smarter with the ball. When he's decisive, he, this, you know, this offense is clicking. It's, it's, it's really a different story from what we got for the most part in the second half of last week's game. So, um, yes, yeah, clearly this is definitely a totally different defense than the one they, they played Sunday uh, for a variety of reasons. Now, last time they played Cordell, Lamar was two for three on deep balls. You know, he hit Zay Flowers and mm-hmm. Aguilar and then missed Zay Flowers for a touchdown. So I think I, I see some deep shots, you know, coming tonight. Yeah, they, they got to. And I mean, especially for Zay Flowers. I, I'm, I'm really just waiting for Zay to kind of to really take off. I mean, he's only got one touchdown on the year. The explosive plays for him haven't been there as much as I feel like they should be. Um, I, I'm just ready to kind of see them open it up a little bit with Zay. I'd like to see him get more involved in the red zone as well. I mean, this is a dude that every time he gets the ball in his hands, he's able to make at least one guy miss. I I think that bodes well for them in the red zone. And it doesn't always just have to be the quick screens or, you know, just one of the uh, jet sweeps or something like that. Like they they could do a lot of out of the box things with Zay because he wins 
every time he, face, he faces man coverage and you get down to that area, that's mostly what you're going to face. So I, I just think that Zay, Zay Flowers has to start being a, a bigger part of this offense, especially when you're talking about some of the big plays that I think that they need. Now, Cordell, what um, watching, you know, last week's game for Cincinnati and then watching week two, they struggle against outside runs. And, and I, I think it all goes back to their speed. You know, Houston ran outside on them. Um, Justice Hill had some nice runs on, on them outside. Duvernay had a couple nice jet sweeps, which I think Mitchell Mitchell has a chance, you know, to in, be incorporated pretty good in this game plan because his his strengths are the Bengals' weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you see what Devin Singletary did this past week, 150 yards on the ground for mm-hmm. him. I think that's a career high. Uh, for Devin Singletary. And so, yeah, I think I do think that this offense is kind of licking their chops, you know, looking at this Bengals defense, that you could kind of pick your poison. And, yeah, Keaton Mitchell, nobody's been able to kind of beat him to the edge to mm-hmm. this point uh, in the limited opportunities that he's gotten. I would expect he's going to be more involved tonight. How involved, we still don't know. We've heard mm-hmm. this before. You know, we, we, we used to hear this about J.K. Dobbins all the time when he was out there about how, they want to get him more opportunities and they wish they had got him more involved and you get to the next game and it's sometimes the same or worse than it was before. So I just don't know what to expect. And Harbin had pretty much admitted that they're still trying to trust this young kid more and more. Um, and so I do think it'll be a process, but yeah, I, I think it'll bode well for the Ravens to get Keaton Mitchell as involved as they possibly can tonight. Now, Cordell, I don't know if you realize, but in week two, there was no Humphrey, no Linderbaum, no Stanley, no Marcus Williams, no Van Noy, and the starting corner was Rocky Sin, and Washington and Darby were playing a ton in the secondary, too. Yeah, I mean, and it's still a good day. Really, outside of T. Uh-huh. Higgins, you know, it, he, he was really the only one to do anything in the pass game that day. They did a really good job on Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about guys like Linda Baum not being there. I mean, you said it. Lamar wasn't even sacked the last time they played nope. Cincinnati. I mean, that game, they, they took full control of that game pretty early um, and never really gave it back. And, and that'll be the key in this one. We've seen the Ravens be dominant multiple times this year. It's just can they put teams away? And I, I that's, that's where I question whether or not the Ravens are going to win this game or not, because I do think that they're the better team. I, I don't doubt that, but I, I do question, are they going to be able to put a desperate Bengals team away uh, tonight? And because we've seen them kind of give games away in the past. We just saw it again Thursday since he had their own struggles closing out. But when you're facing a premier quarterback, that's one thing you have to worry about putting that team away. Well, the thing that kept Cincinnati in the game the last time Cordell with special teams. I mean, Tucker missed a field goal. They gave an 83-yard punt return, you mm-hmm. know, in the first quarter for a touchdown. Otherwise, you know, the Ravens are killing them, you know. So special teams are going to be key tonight, and the Ravens got to win that battle. I mean, look at last week. They get a, a field goal block, which cost them three points. Yep. So they got to yep. win teams. They got to be sharp on teams tonight. And that's not a given anymore. Nope. You know, it's not a given anymore that special teams is going to be there for them every game and when you when you're talking about a team that's struggling to put teams away yeah you you start to look at every phase of the game at that point so 
Good thing for them, Jordan Stout has been, I mean, he's been booming punts really all year. He, mm-hmm. He's quietly have, having himself a really good year. And on the flip side, yeah, Justin Tucker and the field goal unit, it just seems like if not every week, every other week, there's something to talk about when it, when it comes to that unit. So hopefully tonight that's not the case. I'm not expecting it to be the prettiest game, not only because it's a division game, but it's Thursday night football. I mean, it, how, when's the last time we got a really good Thursday night football game? It's a good matchup, but I don't know if what we're expecting to see is what we'll get because it's a short turnaround for both of these teams and both coming off of emotional losses. Uh, this past week. So I, I don't know what to expect, but I, I do know uh, they can't afford for the special teams to have a down night tonight. Cordell Woodland, appreciate the time as always. We'll be talking to you later tonight on the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show. Appreciate it, guys. All right, Cordell. Cordell Woodland, everybody. It's video at Haiti 1057. The fan will come back. Council money. It's by yourself. Charlie Goldsmith covers the Bengals for the Cincinnati Inquirer. We'll talk to him for the second time this year. Stat breakdown, your phone calls, 410-583-1057. NFL lunch. We'll do our picks for tonight's game. And then Mike Harmon. Talk real and fantasy football with him. Fox Sports Radio. Route one. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. We'll start tabulating that reveal coming up an hour and a half. From now, Ravens three and a half point favorites taking on the Bengals tonight. We got plenty coming your way in regards to that breakdown. But right now, let's count that Thursday money by yourself. Yeah, it says the stock slipped Thursday as November rally takes a breather. All right, the Dow's down 129. The S&P is down four. NASDAQ's down 12. DraftKings up 46 cents, 37.08. Uh, Under Armour's down a quarter, 
720. Let's start with tonight's game. Uh, back in week two, when the Ravens defeated the Bengals 27-24, the Ravens' offensive line played one of its best games of the season. Lamar was not sacked all afternoon. That's only happened one other time this year. As a result, there were also no turnovers in that game. Also something that's only happened one other time this year. We know the Ravens will be without Ronnie Stanley tonight, but the Bengals missing Sam Hubbard for their pass rush unit. Vinny Byersell, the Ravens' O-line, keeps Lamar upright tonight. Uh, two sacks or less. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. And Ronnie didn't play the last game either, that they played against each other. So, yeah, McCurry did a, other than one play, he did a good job against Hendrickson. So, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll, buy, I'll definitely buy it because then he's too quick and he'll be able to avoid people. We'll go over to baseball here. Yankees GM Brian Cashman been uh, making a lot of comments this offseason, a lot of them uh, the headline-grabbing variety. Recently, when asked about Giancarlo Stanton's future with New York, he said, quote, I'm not going to tell you he's going to play every game next year because he's not. He's going to wind up getting hurt again, more likely than not, because it seems to be part of his game. Now, that's only part of the quote. He does go on to praise Stanton for being great when he is healthy, but a little bit of a backhanded compliment there. This obviously didn't sit well with Stanton's agent, who has since publicly warned free agents about signing with the Yankees due to intense demands from the fan base and the club itself. Uh, Bob, buy or sell, as unconventional as it may have been, Cashman didn't say anything wrong. I'm buying it 100%. I mean, and when he does play, he doesn't run out ground balls. He'll hit one off the fence and barely get to first base. He has been a disaster for them, for the most part. Cashman's going to eventually pay the price. So why not just say what you feel? Make it known. Let the truth come out. And, and Bob, you don't think one of the main reasons that the agent sent Stanton to New York in the first place was because New York City... And you know, going to New York City, all the media Well, they scrutiny. traded for him. He signed that big monster contract yeah. with the Marlins. You know you're going to get scrutiny when you go to New York City. Hey, it- maybe he's just stealing money, Nolan, if you know what I'm saying. Well, let's go over to the NFL here. The Giants turned to Tommy DeVito uh, last Sunday with Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor both injured. And uh, he had an extremely rough go of things, just 86 passing yards, uh, turnover in there, but he's still in line to start again this week against the Commanders. Uh, you look who else they have on the roster. Matt Barkley is his backup. Uh, Jacob Easton also on the practice squad for New York. Vinny Byers sells. Sunday will be DeVito's last start before they're forced to roll with someone else. Um, the only reason I'm saying that I'm not totally buying that norm is I think they may want to lose all these games to get a quarterback. That you know, if they keep playing Devito, then it becomes pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess I'll soft, soft buy. Am I soft I'll buying? Give you, or... I'll give you the sell on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little NBA here. We're only a few weeks into the season, and Draymond Green already racking up ejections at a historic pace, even by his own standards. His latest incident earlier this week. Uh, saw him putting Rudy Gobert in a UFC-esque chokehold. The Warriors and Timberwolves were going at it pretty early in that Tuesday night game. Suspensions and fines have been handed out. Green, I think, what was it, a five-game suspension, a hefty fine to go along with it. Uh, but there were others involved, as I said, Clay Thompson, uh, 
and then Carl Anthony Towns, among others. But McDaniel's got booted out. There you go, him and uh, these teams. Though uh, they played a back to back. That was the second game of the back to back when this happened. But they'll see each other late March. That's the third and final meeting between the Warriors and Timberwolves. Buy or sell, Bob, we should expect more fireworks in that matchup. Say late March? Late March. Ooh. Why not? Let's buy it. It's almost like Draymond Green has some sort of CTE. He just can't control himself. I mean, he came up behind Gobert, as you said, started choking him out. I know Steve Kerr defended him, saying that Gobert was a stifled tower, was grabbing on Clay Thompson, replay showed it wasn't that egregious. He just can't control himself, whether he's kicking you in the short ones or choking you from behind. But Gobert said after the game, he goes, look, he can't play without his boy Steph, and if Steph's not playing, he does whatever he can to get himself thrown out of the game. And we'll close with this here. The Chiefs, Kadarius Toney in particular, uh, has not been a big part of their offense this year after many thought that he could be their top receiving threat besides Travis Kelsey. Just 20 catches, 127 yards through nine games, but... Nonetheless, Andy Reid says they're going to continue to try to get him involved. Andy Reid also placing some blame on the offseason knee surgery that Tony underwent as a possible reason for his lack of production. It should be noted he hasn't been sidelined at any point this year. He's been active every week, still can't see the field on a consistent basis. Vinny, are you buying or selling that that surgery had any impact on his production? I'll buy some, you know, because it takes a little while. But I mean... They're just, they're just hoping somebody steps up other than Kelsey. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Charlie Goldsmith, Cincinnati Inquirer. Preview the Ravens and Bengals with him. When we return, we got a stat breakdown of the two teams. We'll take your phone calls at 410 NFL Lunch. We'll do our picks for tonight's game. And Mike Harmon, talk real and fantasy football with him from Fox Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. MLB, NFL, NCAA. Get it all right here. 1057 Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick the songs, we'll play them. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. Send your request to the Plaza Ford text line at 410-583-1057. That's your number, everybody. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, joining us now to preview the game. Tonight, 8-15, Ravens three-and-a-half-point favorites. From a Cincinnati perspective, let's welcome back to the show. He's on the Cincinnati Inquirer. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline, Charlie Goldsmith. Charlie, what's happening, man? Good to hear from you. It's been a couple of months. How you doing? Doing all right. And look, Ravens and Bengals both were favored last week. Don't want to harp too much what happened last Sunday. But Cincinnati loses to the Houston Texans. No harm in that. Nothing to be embarrassed about. But after the game, was there a sense of shock that after a four-game winning streak and everybody starting to tout them again as maybe the best team in the AFC, that they came a cropper at home against a Houston team with a very good rookie quarterback? It was a really interesting reaction. What, what kind of stuck with me was veteran corner Chidobe Uje was pulling aside guys in the locker room after the, after the game to make plans for that night. Because it was a short week, they decided that they were going to you know do their usual Tuesday off-day collective defensive back film-watching routine immediately. And Luan Rumo, the defensive coordinator, told the story about how he was getting dozens of texts within an hour or two hours of the game with players going over film on their own. The Bengals allowed a historic amount of explosive plays last week. That can't happen. It was uncharacteristic for the team they've been. And, you know, th- this is the kind of week where you have four days to correct it going up against one of the best offenses in football tonight. And both teams are a little bit banged up. Baltimore in Cincinnati. Give our listeners an update on the Bengals and the walking wounded ahead of tonight's game. Yeah, the biggest one is Trey Hendrickson, who seems to play his very best football against the Ravens. <clears throat> a physical edge setter, having a career as a pass rusher. He's out with an ankle injury. It looked like the Bengals would be missing both of their top edge rushers, defensive ends. But Trey Hendrickson, despite a hyperextended knee, he's going to play, which, you know, originally the prognosis wasn't good, but this is now the second straight year where he's played through an injury that probably would force a lot of guys to miss time. So, that's a boost for the Bengals. Also, no T. Higgins tonight, missing his second straight game due to a pulled hamstring. Hey, Charlie, how would you respond to the Bengals' defense, total defense 30th, you know, average per completion 30th, third downs 26th, you know, average per rush 31st? How, what, what do you say about their defensive stats? So, the Bengals' defense is a very unique type of beast almost because statistically you're right it's been terrible but they are the best defense in the nfl at creating turnovers when the other team's in scoring position and a goal to go defense so at the end of the day if they're getting all the yards but then like jermaine pratt is deking brock purdy near the goal line baiting him to throw a pass tipping it to himself and getting a big interception near the end zone like that's who the bengals defense has been for the last three years, no better example than Sam Hubbard's return uh, on the fumble against the Ravens last year. So defensively, there is a ton to work on, but it's still a good, very good defense because of what they've been able to do when their backs are literally against the wall. Hey, Charlie, watching, you know, last week's game and then going back and watching week two, what, what I see is a lot of teams, you know, Houston and the Ravens included, 
try to run outside. I just team speed defensively, especially with the front and the inside backers, to me is not great. And I think that's why Lamar, you know, that's the big difference between Cleveland and Cincy defensively is the speed. And I think Lamar struggled and got sacked against Cincy and he had no sacks against uh, or Cleveland and had no sacks against Cincy last time they played because he can out athlete everybody that is rushing him. I don't think it's that uh, the Bengals have their most athletic secondary in years. Last year, they were like one of the five best teams against the run in football against the run in football this year, even though they're more athletic, they're less productive against the run. I think what you're seeing is even though it's better athletes, you know, Nick Scott, Dax Hill, more Cam Taylor, Britt, DJ Turner, all better athletes. Logan Wilson, one of the better athletes at linebacker. What you're seeing is so many young, inexperienced guys in the back end, one of the youngest secondaries in football, not being as disciplined, filling gaps and finishing tackles. It's been a much worse tackling team. The discipline, again, on filling gaps and executing simple, not simple, but executing your hat-on-hat responsibilities against the run, that's probably been the, Beng- been the Bengals' overall biggest issue that's led to a huge setback and a setback for their run defense. Now, um, again, watching, watching the tape, Charlie, the ball comes out extremely quick. Now, last week... Tanner Hudson got, I mean, like that first couple of series, I mean, he was getting like every pass, you know, quickly and he does not. And even in week two, he does not hold the ball long at all. It depends. So Joe Burrow for the first month of the season was throwing up faster than he had in his career because he couldn't move. But then you mentioned he started off playing that way against Houston, but in the second half, the Texans, whose defensive line was was really impressive, mm-hmm. and I'd underrated, and I think they had underrated. They were winning, so Burrow spent the whole second half scrambling yep. and rolling around the pocket and throwing on the move. And, you know, we've all seen C.J. Stroud's highlights from that game. But Joe Burrow had a couple of those himself, yep. including maybe Didn't the best throw of his career, 64 yards across his body to Jamar Chase. He, he threw one into triple team coverage against tri- uh, triple team coverage against zone um, to find Trent Irwin over the middle of the field. Like he is scrambling, he's moving. They're finding more opportunities for him to hold on to the ball longer when they move the pocket. Now, last week, especially the offensive line, especially the guards, they they didn't play well at all. And Jonah Williams, he gets help most of the time. And Orlando Brown got pushed back all day long. You know, last week I, the old O line you know, got out physical last week. When they played the Ravens in week two, thought they did a pretty decent job, but I think the defensive line for the Ravens is much better now. Definitely. It's been a, it hasn't been the consistency that you'd expect for a team with four very veteran type guys, four very experienced guys, like against San Francisco, which is one of the best offensive games I've ever seen. Like the Bengals offensive line was so good up front that, Steve Wilkes, their defensive coordinator, went down from the booth to the field for the next game because the the whole pass rush group looked so bad, and they traded for Chase Young because they felt so bad about their pass rush. That's how good the Bengals' offensive line was in that game. It was nearly perfect again against Buffalo. Ironically, talk about bad timing. After the Buffalo game, I wrote a story about how well the offensive line was playing. Didn't age well, but it, it should be a group that's much better than it was against Houston, but still not a consistent enough piece. Why do they not like, I mean, like to run the football? I mean, they're 30, 32nd in, they're last in the league in rushing attempts. Two big reasons. First of all, in two games, they didn't get a chance to run the ball because in week one against Cleveland, they fell behind by a million points when Burrow couldn't move. And against Tennessee in week four, they fell behind by a million points when Burrow couldn't move. So in those games, you're just going to not, you're just not going to get to run the ball. 
But also, I mean, this is the Bengals. This is who they are. This is what they've invested in. They've invested in being an 11-personnel team. They've, you know, made Joe Burrow the highest-paid quarterback in football when he signed that contract. They've invested in offensive linemen who are pass protectors more than physical movers in the run game. You know, Ted Karras, Alex Kappa, to a lesser extent Orlando Brown, but definitely Jonah Williams, too. They acquired them to be pass protectors. So when you look at from a down-to-down perspective, the strength of the team, it's throwing the ball. The last piece is they call a ton of RPOs, and Joe Burrow, he'll admit this, the coaches know this, Sometimes he he takes the pass option when another quarterback might take the run option. But the Bengals have been a good enough – they have enough talent in the passing game to make that work. So add that all together. To be honest, they're not concerned at all about their run-pass balance, but they've definitely not had anywhere near good enough of a run game when they've tried it. Now, what's the receiving core going to be like without Higgins, number one? And then Boyd had two big drops last week. So, as always, it starts with Jamar Chase. Uh, the, the Ravens do an incredible job of doubling him and finding him and always being aware of who he is. But it's going to start with screens, with flats, with quick hitters to chase. They'll move him in the backfield. They'll use him in the slot. That's kind of been the story of his season, finding wrinkles to beat double teams. They'll try to feature him as much as they can. Higgins has historically been great against the Ravens. They'll really miss him. Boyd, he has had a, a up-and-down season. He was just hitting some momentum, <clears throat> making tough contested catches. But then the drops last week also, he's just not making a lot of guys miss. You'll you'll probably see the Bengals try to manufacture opportunities for him to get matched up against a linebacker or two now and then. But then after that, you know, Boyd's not playing at at his usual level in the slot. After that, they might activate Charlie Jones, who's a fourth-round rookie who has only played in two or three games this year due to a thumb injury. Um, There's Shedrick Jackson, who could get promoted from the practice squad. Uh, because Andre Yoshivash, their number four, he's hurt too. So their receiver depths are really being tested. Charlie Goldsmith, Cincinnati Inquirer, three and a half points in favor of the Ravens. What's happening? Is that an appropriate spread for this big game for both teams? It's funny. Like, Zach Taylor makes this joke. He goes, it's always the same game between the Bengals and the Ravens. The exact same every time. It's a three-point game. Someone makes a big turnover in the red zone. There are like four possessions total in the second half because of how the Ravens control the clock. And so I would I would lean towards it being just like every other Ravens Bengals matchup over the last three years. Charlie, appreciate the time as always. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the family, and we'll talk to you down the road. I'm sure. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, go. Charlie. Charlie Good Goldsmith. Job, man. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. Vinny's going to have a stat breakdown. We'll get your phone calls at four ten five eight three one zero five seven. NFL lunch coming up top of the hour. We'll do our picks for tonight's game, and then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, Real and Fantasy Football. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Bounces off the tackle. Down the right sideline. In for the touchdown. It's Ravens game day. We're talking football all day. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. 105.7 The Fan. Baltimore game day uncensored. Coming up tonight at 5. Live from Brew Brothers Horseshoe Casino. Yours truly, Bob Haney, Ken Lyman. Get you ready that first hour. Inside access, by the way. 
will be there at 2 o'clock. So if you're going down early, get ready for the Ravens, Bengals, stop by the casino, say hi to us here on 105.7 The Fed. Got NFL lunch coming up, got stats, we got picks, got Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, talk real and fantasy football with him. But let's get out to the phones, go to Pikesville, it's Q. Q, what's happening? Yeah, good day, fellas. How y'all doing today? All right, Q. Good, good. Um, first and foremost, man, um, Cashman didn't say nothing wrong, man. That was all facts. Dude. Yeah, ain't nobody did. I think he's one hundred percent on point. You watch yeah, the I mean, Yankees. I, you know what? And I like Stan makes too, Manny but, um, Machado look like Pete Rose when it comes to running out grand balls. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, you know what? I like Stanton too, man. But um. <laughs> Heads up, man, to all these athletes, not just with baseball, anything, man. You come to my city, man, you better be on your A game, man. <laughs> the fans and the media is going to eat you alive if you don't under, if you underperform. Yep. You can't handle the criticism, play for one of these smaller East Coast cities. Don't come to New York. As far as the NFL is concerned, man, um, I needed y'all to come through last week, man. Y'all fumbled the, y'all fumbled the ball, man. And now come to find out, this dude was broken up. And he looked better in the second half, broken up, <clears throat> than he did in the first half. You know, so I, I need y'all to come through, man, and um, get this win, man, and, and keep us in it. Now, I see in the rankings, uh, first and foremost, uh, Bob, you still uh, not buying what I'm selling as far as um, the bills? They window closed, like I was saying. I don't know if it's closed, but it's getting cloudy and drafty. They might be shutting it because it's getting cold in there. Josh Allen giving away footballs like he's uh, Santa Claus. You know what? I don't have a problem with Allen overall, but he's not as what y'all make him out to be, man. He's not. That window, stick a fork in that, man. You would take him as your quarterback in a heartbeat, and you know Yeah, I'm not throwing the kid under the – I take him with the quickness over Zach. Zach is grade A garbage. So, I mean, yeah, I can take him. So, with that being said, man, um, I think there's still struggle, especially this Sunday. They're going against the number one ranked defense, which he – our defense is the kryptonite to Josh Allen's career. Point blank, period. They'll struggle, and I think they'll miss the playoffs. Like I said, their window is done. It's only a coincidence. It's only a question of if we can score a touchdown. Not touchdowns, a touchdown. We score a touchdown, we lead our division right now. Six and three, well, tied for our division with the Fins. So, that being said, tonight's game, um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, I don't know, man. I think the Bengals win this game, man. Uh, I'm going to go 23-17. Take it easy, fellas. All right. That's cute. I'm stunned that he picked Cincinnati to win the game. Me too. All right, let's get back to the phone. So let's go to D.C. It's Darren. Darren, what's happening? Oh, God, we'll never get those two and a half minutes back as long as we draw <laughs> breath on this earth. Yeah. I mean, he, that, he, he's always woulda, coulda, shoulda with the Jets, but it's oh always absolutes with everybody else. I, I talked to Boomer uh, a couple years back, and I said, there's a guy in Baltimore who's a diehard Jets and New York, fan, New York fan, and I've been, like, trying to turn him over to his show. And Boomer said, I don't want him. Yeah, I mean, literally, he's like, I don't want him. But with that said, look, I, I went back and forth the last couple of days, and I'm actually really ticked off with the Ravens and specifically John Harbaugh. But I've got him winning tonight because I just think they're a better team, period, end of story. Um, Lamar just – you know, Vinny, I, I've said this to you a thousand times, man. I, I'm a businessman. I don't know football like you. I know it, but I don't know it like you. I never insult you like that. But I know personality. I know time – Place. I know all those things. 
Lamar is that guy that you have to tell him the assignment. Meaning tonight, I'm like, Lamar, be Lamar. Bro, take off. First read's not there, go. Tear them apart and then play off of that instead mm-hmm. of sitting back in the pocket. One read, two read, oh, I'm getting sacked. Oh, fumble. No, be Lamar. John Harbaugh refuses to do that. And I just don't know why. But He I, did I that week two. That. He did that week two the first time against he, Cincy. Yes, exactly right. He did do that. But he he ran for two, threw for two, had 112 right. quarterback rating. Yep. And, and, and it just it, – yes, sir, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good because I only have one other thing to say. You're flat out right. He was fantastic that game. Only The only game that was better was the Detroit Lions game. And the defense, look, they're missing a dog. They don't have that dog anymore. Uh, the guy that is as great as Roquan is, I don't see Roquan you – know, no one's ready. But you need that guy, just like uh, the Cincinnati person said, the one of the defensive backs, like, hey, screw that. We're, we're doing this now. We're going to meet up in my house. We're going through film study, whatever. They don't have that guy, and they need that guy. Still, though, they win this game. Now, I do have one thing to say, Bob. You're going to get a chunk out of this. Yes. And it's bad news. Oh. Could you the always Pittsburgh use Steelers, more bad news? Yes. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win the division. What? I mean, uh, yeah. That's horrible the, news. The, 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 that's horrible news. Deshaun gets hurt after tearing apart the Ravens in the second half. They're going to go to, to the Browns, and it's going to be a fumble and one play by Kenny Pickett, and they're going to win the game. Now, they are, this is my last point, the football version of Hoosiers. And you've got Mike Tomlin starring in the, the Gene Hackman role. You've got T.J. <laughs> Watt playing Jimmy Chitwood. And then you've got Matt Canada playing Shooter. That's the Dennis Hopper role right. for the drunk guy and knew the game. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. You don't know how they're doing it, why they're doing it, but they are. And no, no one gets me wrong. I despise the Pittsburgh Steelers more than any organization in professional sports, even more so than the Yankees or the Cowboys. You guys have a good day. All right. Thank you, Darren. I thought Hoosiers was the team that beat Maryland last Friday down in Asheville. Davidson, let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057, West Baltimore. Samaj, Samaj, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? A little of this, a little of that. Hey, man. I know that's right. Thursday, primetime game up for the night. Big Bob Haney, coach, and my man Nomack on the board. I just want to chime in, fellas, on something that's been in my craw for quite a minute. Um, tried to Every season I try to push it to a side, but it still comes back. So let me just first say Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, I mean, if I was an old dude and I had a daughter, I would have no problem with my daughter marrying that man, all right? Because as a dude, as a man, he's a quality. But he also is loyal to a fault. We've seen it when his lack of timing and taking forever to dismiss coordinators and ain't getting it done to same thing with in-game situations, and he just gives his coordinators, as far as I know, carte blanche to just you know run their offense, run their defense, as opposed to when something ain't right, he just seems like he just won't step on toes to, to get the coordinators to do what's right in front of us. I mean, guys, we're, old, we're older guys, and so, you know, there's this thing that's been said these days where – the one thing that ain't common anymore is common sense. So much of what I see with the Ravens' offense and defense as far as failures is just common sense stuff. I take it back to Sunday. Clear as day I'm watching the game. And some other people have called in and made these points as well throughout the week. But Sunday. All right, so first off, you got Deshaun, fourth quarter, running wild. All right, 
common sense. Put a spy on them. After a couple, two, one or two breakaways uh, uh, through the line, put a spy on them, all right? Secondly, Ojoku, all right? Ojoku starts killing us. It was mainly fourth quarter. It was just them two more than anybody else. Ojoku killing us. Come on, man. We got a, we got a Hall of Fame burgeoning safety in our fold. Uh, and Kyle Hamilton, put 14 on 85. He shadows you. You do your zone, McDonald, whatever you want to do, but you put 14 on Ojoku, kind of shut that down. Nothing happens that way. Same thing with Monken on the offensive side. We're killing him with the run game. Mitchell, two carries, 80 yards, something, 77 yards, two carries, four touches. The Gus not getting any touches. I, I just don't understand Monken and why he can go from a, a game where he's making perfect calls and then go to another game where we kind of struggle and you've got to make an adjustment, mostly just based on what you see in common sense, and they don't do it. Thanks for taking my calls, fellas. They drive me crazy. Love you all. Peace and blessings. All right. Go. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, Harbs, Harb, he's on that phone for a reason, you know, the headset. And I know for a pretty good fact that he'll tell him to, Blitz, you know, because the thing that he had with Wink was, you know, with Wink, he had to kind of calm him down a little bit. You don't have to blitz every down. You know, with Mike, it was like, okay, it's okay to attack him every now and then. So I think Harbs, Harbs is involved probably more than you think. Offensively, I don't know, you know, how much he is because it's hard. You know, I mean, you go, he sits through the meetings with the game plans and sits with the coordinators and all those people and he watches practice. So he sees game plans offensively and defensively, and you can't interrupt the offensive coordinator. They're in the flow. They're thinking, and it can't be like, hey, I want this right now. You know, I mean, there's not enough time. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. NFL lunch. Going to hear from the Ravens. Going to hear from Joe Burrow. Talking about tonight's matchup at M&T Bank Stadium. Going to get into a stat breakdown. We'll do our picks for tonight's game as well. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Talking about real and fantasy football with him. Week 11 of the NFL season starts tonight. Ravens, three and a half point favorites over the Bengals. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.